When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainer. Furby the fourth ate his first solid food today, prompting a response of nothing but steaks all week for the Nebraska offensive line. Then Enrique Alvarez Clare. No more peaches and carrots for Herbie the seventh. Baby food be damned. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Seven, the ticket, the ticket fm.com. We are back here. Nick, Rico, Jay Foreman's out, and we bring in Austin in. What's up? How are we doing, guys? Dandy. Did I take your headphones? It's okay. I, I can wing it. It's fine. Are you sure? I well, can hear well, you guys. All I, all I need is you guys. We, we, we can both wing it. How about that? Okay, Rico. Rico, make three for three. No, Rico needs them. Fine. Actually, I've been wearing headphones for like a week. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at, look at us. us. <laughs> look at us. Um, okay, so anyway. Let's let's talk Husker baseball here because well, I guess I'll put the headphones back on. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk Husker baseball because it was they, they go one and two this weekend, right? Now they beat Baylor on Friday. Nebraska baseball does. They fall to number twenty one Texas Tech on Saturday, and then on Sunday get walked off by allowing two runs in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, big reason why potentially was a misplay in in. The outfield by Garrett Anglem allowed mm-hmm. the the first runner to score and tie the game at six. Um, Austin, I was I was having a conversation actually earlier regarding. I'm not. This is not us trying to spin it in a positive way. But a one and two start is not as bad as it may seem on the surface. I don't even think it's spin to say it was a positive weekend. So Kendall Rogers, who's the editor, like really big shot at D1 baseball, right? He's a big deal in the baseball world, was watching those games. You have Tennessee and Oregon down there. You have a ranked Texas Tech team down there. He said he came away encouraged about Nebraska from the weekend, right? A lot of interesting pieces on that team. Kendall doesn't miss, right? There's a reason Kendall's so well-respected in the world of college baseball, if he comes away impressed, who am I to say that no Nebraska sucked? One and two is not the result you wanted, especially having leads in all those games. Yeah, that right. Was, that's the, the part that yeah. stings that you had an opportunity to make that record look better. Yep. But you weren't picked to win those games going in, right? Oklahoma's a regional type of team. Baylor's the game you probably should have won given their down yep. year last year. But you had number twenty one tech on the ropes. You had him. It slipped. And I go back to our conversations we've had even with like Evan Bland. Mm-hmm. The bullpen seems like the strength of the team. 
not a great opening weekend, but if it's the strength of your team that let you down, you feel pretty good about that not happening again moving forward. Well, I also say, I mean, going back to that game against Baylor, right? That was was so impressive. Nine strikeouts as a staff, as a pitching staff, nine Mm -hmm. strikeouts, zero zero, zero walks, zero Mm -hmm. free passes. That kind of changed a little bit once you got to Oklahoma on Sunday, right? The starting pitching was not as as sound. Um, it got you out of a couple of, of sticky situations. You were gifted those first two runs on some bad mm-hmm. throws by the Sooners. But I, like we said it on Friday, and I think a lot of last week, Austin, you, Nebraska's going to find themselves in a lot of these one-two-run ball games down the road, mm-hmm. right? Wh- whether it's against Grand Canyon this week, th- they go into Oklahoma, or they go into the ninth inning against Oklahoma, and they're up 6-5. Right, those are the ones where you have to really buckle down and be fundamentally sound defensively. Whether you pitch to contact or not, find the strike zone because the margin for error is so slim. Does that go into Nebraska still trying to find who they're going to have close games? Like I I don't know if they know exactly. I think it's it's Casey Dice. I I think I think that's kind of we saw it twice this weekend, and Mm -hmm. I I once again I don't fully put. It as a blown save against Oklahoma on him. Right. That's the thing. I mean, Casey Dice goes into the year being named the closer, but I don't think there are many jobs that are locked up, mm-hmm. right? Especially for a team that's searching to get back to regional play. Very few guys have a spot locked down saying, this is mine because I've been there, done yep. that before. Mm-hmm. Even like Dylan Carey, right? Played well at third base last year. He's moved over to the shortstop. He's not set in stone. Josh Kieran, you see the talent, the potential, He's not necessarily set behind the dish. Riley Sullivan he, center field. He has the speed. Yeah. You know, even uh, Gabe Swanson, Swanson struggled yeah. at the plate this weekend. Was right. there anybody who you guys saw? And I, I unfortunately couldn't, didn't watch the games, but is there anybody that you guys saw in those three games I, that maybe not locked, but you feel really good about the position that they're in? I, I think it's Caden Brumbaugh. Brumbaugh with his high major experience was good. I was actually decently impressed with Overbeek at third I, as well. I was as well. I thought I thought Joshua Overbeek played a really strong third base. Um, so I mean, so there you have it. Dylan Carey had a nice nice weekend at the plate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Overbeek kind of took that crown with a nice with a with a base hit RBI, a couple of RBIs in in that game against Oklahoma. But I thought Brumbaugh was really solid at the top of the lineup, right? We've seen in in just the last couple of years how important that is in general whether it was like Jackson Hallmark or whether it was Bryce or whether now it's it's Brumbaugh, to have a stable bat at the top of the lineup is going to be crucial for Nebraska uh, because this is just going to be a much more balanced lineup, I think. It's not going to be one that that hits the ball around the park, but they're going to they're gonna certainly be able to get their fair share of base hits. To that point, um, I remember my dad sent me this, this tweet at the time um, against Texas Tech. Gabe Swanson laying down a sacrifice bun against Texas Tech. Yeah. Okay. I get that that's the identity that Nebraska wants to lean into, right? Grady, not pretty, play small ball. But I think that's a button that has to be pressed somewhat selectively, too. Just mm-hmm. because Nebraska doesn't have 97 home runs in the lineup this year doesn't mean you take the bat out of your best hitter's hands. Because first and second yeah. with no outs is more valuable than second and third with one out. Because why? A strikeout. In a flyout. I get it. A productive out scores a run, but at yeah. the same time, you're limiting your ceiling. So, yes, there are times where you need to I, play for one run and trust the bullpen. Oof. I don't like taking the bat out of Gabe Swanson's hands. I, okay, I'm going to push back a little bit simply because you're telling you need a guy to just do his job. You're, you're not asking for a base hit here. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. You're, you're asking, but why for, not? Why, why do you artificially limit the ceiling of your offense? Against, well, you can say that about every single situation, though. Right, it's, except I'm saying you have because this was in the sixth inning. I understand that. So, when would you sacrifice, though? When one run wins the game, one run doesn't win you the game in the sixth inning. One run no, wins it, you the game in the ninth it, inning. It allows you to be in a position, though. It gives you a lead in the sixth inning against the number 21 team, which is okay. And so then but you gotta, I, I'd you rather have there as a bullpen and do your job. I'd rather have a two or three run lead as a bullpen than a one run lead. I, I, Again, I, I see the time and the place yeah, for it. I'm just... That's tough. Uh, when I, you're trying to pull a big upset, you have to manage it perfectly. I can see chances? the rationale for it, but in those games... Right, especially that situation. That's a little too early for my liking. That's all I, I'm saying. I, I, I suppose. I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm used to this, this idea also. Where we, I mean, it was kind of interesting that that happened because Lance, Coach Arvell, talked mm-hmm. to us about it, right? Mm-hmm. Where I'm also in this, this thought of like, I get that that last year on this year's team, Gabe was probably your best hitter, right? However. He had struggled up to that point hitting the ball. I also looked at it as selfishness, or excuse me, lack of, uh, you're not being selfish. Selflessness. Yeah, selflessness. Yeah. That's, I, that's the way I see it, is that at no point, doesn't matter if you have 15 home runs or three, or if you have 67 RBIs, it doesn't matter. You're at your one at bat is going to be, we're going to use it for the betterment of the team. You got to remember where you went to high school. Here's well, the thing. Here's no, the thing. No, I, I had the same. I did the same thing. I well, come from no, the exact same stuff. I'm, I'm not. I get. I'm, I'm trying yes. to take that out of it. I think there's a lot to be said though for it's early in the season, which is why you play for the big inning. If it's late yeah, in the season man. and you're you're looking, you just need wins. Fine, but early in the season, you have a chance to send a message. Does Gabe Swanson break out of his slump with the sack bunt? Well, I think at that time, maybe we didn't th- know he was fully in a slump. It's also game two of the season. It is. You know? Yeah. This is, I, these are the type of games that you need later in the I think, season. I a, think, win, a win in this game goes much farther later in the season yeah. than, than a loss would hurt maybe, you later in the season. I, I, think, I think you learn th- that gives you that call, that decision gives you a chance to learn a lot about your guys. It does. Right? I think, I think that could be a, a, an angle to this to where... It's yeah okay bullpen. We need you guys to shove for three innings. And, and part Who's of it show yeah. us who who's going to carve out a role. I think that's why I'm not against the decision. I can see the I can see it right. And we wouldn't be co- having this conversation yeah. if it was Angelo Altavilla or like or if, if <laughs> whoever was up there. Right. I get that. I just think it gives you a chance as a coaching staff early in the year to say okay who's going to step up. 
can, number one, can get, can we trust on Gabe to do his job, whether it's to get a base hit or to lay down a bunt? Can we trust our back end of the bullpen to pick up, who was it, Will Walsh that day? Mm-hmm. Can we trust them to pick mm-hmm. up Walsh when it matters most against top-end talent? We always talk about how the, the expectation that they should be handled to. Guess what? What do what do host regional host teams do better than anybody else? Pick their guys up. Pick their guys up, do their jobs, win run one run ball games. If you want to be at that standard, you have to show that you can win and perform in the most clutch and intense situations. That was the first test, I think, and Nebraska unfortunately didn't pass it. And I mean it's one of those things where, yeah, maybe you've seen him do it in practice and maybe in those scrimmages, but in a live situation you actually see him and he's able to lay down a good bunt that can get your guys over and not, you know, bunt it up into the air or, or you know, bunt it foul, whatever. And also, like you like you guys were saying, the bullpen is supposed to be the strength of this team. So as as Nick was saying, you're seeing who can step up, who can help you know, raise your your starting pitchers who can help, you know, uh, back up your hitters right now and, you know, carve out a spot for themselves. On on a granular level, that specific situation, um, I I don't want to beat that situation into the ground, right? I just think it was illustrative, right? It comes to mind. And it's a big one because Nebraska ends up losing. Losing the game. Yeah, right. If you get one or both of those runners in, it, it, we're probably having a different story, and that's the thing. We're ju- I, I, Part of my judgment is that it didn't work, well, right? And, exactly. but, if, if they and I want to be fair him, in that. If they would have moved him over, and it would be second and third with one, they get a base hit, Which they happened. score two. He got him over to second and third. Yeah. He just had to strike out and fly yeah, out, exactly. right? So then it's on the next guy. If, no, if, yeah. if they score two, then we're sitting there saying, hey, that, that situation worked. It worked perfectly. You're looking right at right. the button. You're like, yeah. that was a so fantastic. Then, so, so then to that point, I think it falls on the, the following two hitters. To right. say you you got to do something. Get a ground ball to the right side. Get a, a fly ball, just a routine fly ball out to the outfield. But but the fact that it didn't work, I think, illustrates yes. my bigger point. Yeah. Right, is that you played to try to guarantee that you would score a run yep. that inning. Yep. Right, you didn't. It didn't work out. That's unfortunate. Whereas my my bigger point is, who knows if you have another out, what happens? Yeah. Right. Essentially, you gave the out away. So, I get it. And I don't at the same time. Yeah, so it mostly, again, overarching point is it sucks that Nebraska didn't win because they yeah. were right there and they had every chance to. Yeah, I, th- I think there's still reason and cause for encouragement of this season, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because we we were shown multiple situations over the weekend of how they are going to embrace this tougher mindset maybe than what they had last year, which, as everybody knows... Husker fans are a fan of, and so it's and it's easy stuff to get to get behind. Uh, Nebraska four game set coming up uh, against Grand Canyon University down in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, that's the place for that one. All right, Austin, what's coming up on the show today? It's going to be a good one. Good weekend of Husker basketball. Women get a win. Men get a a good second half performance. Yeah. Right? They survived the first half. Stricky and I will talk about that. We'll get into NBA All-Star Weekend, just how much Strick loved it. Yeah. He was on fire about it. Strick, he sure. loved NBA All-Star Weekend. <laughs> I'm sure he did. You know, Strick, you know, gunslinger, he loves all the three-point shots and the lack of effort. All so, of the points. All of them. Almost 400 of them. So we'll talk about that. And then some top NFL free agents. A couple interesting go. position groups that we'll get to. All right. All that and more coming up on the block with Strick and Austin. Don't go anywhere. Thanks to Jay for hanging out for a segment. Thanks to Austin. Don't go anywhere on the block. Strick and Austin coming up next. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.